0: episode number 401 we don't realize that we think about money and investing and our work and our jobs and our own self image all comes from stuff that's been downloaded in us from other people mm. and once we learn that we can just tell ourselves whatever story we want to tell ourselves right and we and we start subscribing to that then that's what really impacted my life and then real estate i just call it the vehicle that was just the right vehicle for me i needed a vehicle to get me there
1: Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tuttle and Huff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tuttle and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show Today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your investments different. I think you're going to want to think about your real estate different. I think you're going to want to think about how you can make a difference in your life from a simple property opportunity. And my man has done that in his life. And and this is actually close to me, folks, because although we are in 400 shows deep, I don't always get to interview people from my hometown, someone I grew up with in many ways. So welcome to the show, my dude, Mr. Jason Pritchard. Jason, are you ready to be real?
0: I'm ready, brother. Let's do it, man. I appreciate you having me on. And I'm looking forward to uh, some adding some value to, uh, to your audience, brother. Let's do it.
1: Absolutely. And you guys got to follow him on his IG. We'll plug that. You got just an incredible lifestyle, uh, both the travel hacking, the entrepreneur, and obviously the, the incredible real estate portfolio that you built for yourself, my dude. And we're going to get into that um, through pinnacle investment uh, in the business. And we'll talk about the nitty gritty yeah. about how you help people basically, you know, with those timely offers. I was looking at the website and... Uh, as is purchases and quick closings. Everyone likes that. When they're in in need, you're there to help them. And then I know from just watching your IG, man, I mean, sometimes then you really have a problem on your hands. It's not always easy. And um, you have obviously built a solution with the team and with with contractors and be able to actually do this because you've done it a few times. But take me back into the story, my dude. When you were just a kid, when we were growing up, uh, at Tanaya at Bullard, at the the old school days, were you always interested in real estate? Were you always fascinated?
0: You know what, brother? I feel like I had always had an entrepreneurial spirit when I was young. And I think those seeds got planted into me early. And it's interesting because my dad was a professor at Fresno State. My mom stayed home, took care of me and my sister. So I didn't come from a background of like owning businesses or opening businesses. But I feel like I had always been intrigued even from a young age, before this call, we started talking about cards, and I can remember like buying and selling and trading cards and all these different things, right? Right. And I, when I was like eighteen or nineteen, someone turned me on to the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I think is the That's kind of the starting point for a lot of people on this journey. And I read that book, and it just opened my eyes to you know another kind of way of life and uh, other opportunities that are out there. And I feel like I'd always been intrigued by real estate at a young age, but. I had my son when I was very young. I was 19 going on 20. Right. And I quickly got sucked into corporate America because I was like, listen, I can't go follow these real estate dreams that I have. I got to go pay the bills. And so I got, you know, all through college. And after I graduated from college, I had been in sales and sales management positions and in large corporations. And I did that for about 15 years. And I eventually found real estate again when I was in my early 30s. I had just reached this transitional point in my life, man, where I was just unhappy with where I was at, with what I was doing. Mm. I knew that I had the potential to do so much more and I had not found the vehicle to unlock that for me. Right. And real estate ended up being it, man. And uh, this last seven years has been just a, a wild and amazing ride, dude. It's been crazy.
1: Dude, that is crazy. Cause I always tell people that too. Like I had a real, it hurt, I got wrecked by my first real estate deal. Cause I bought it. It closed January, 2009. I had obviously yeah. paid a shit ton more. It Way was just the much, path I yeah. was on. I yep. lost my entire down payment. I got wrecked. Yep. I learned, and a lot of people yep. did at that time. We learned, we learned the yep. lesson. You um, uh, uh, were blessed to obviously come in maybe a little bit after that, possibly too, as well, yep. or, or and, and get in some of the opportunity. Um, but it's also, obviously, let's just be real, it's a lot of work what you're doing. It's a lot of grind. Take me into what was the first epiphany in the real estate? Like, what was the first thing? Like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, what was the first step for you? There was a couple of big
0: things so the first thing for me was realizing that all of the like the natural god-given talents that I had that I was applying like in corporate America sales being a great leader of a team and just managing other people and learning how to do those things. I just had not learned how to apply that towards a vehicle that could get me to where I really wanted to go. I was I was forcing it into these corporate jobs that I had. Right. And that's where we were out of alignment. And that's why I was really unhappy because I knew I had the potential to do more than what I was doing. And then once I found real estate, Mm -hmm. I realized real estate, and this is something that I think people miss out, you know, when they watch the shows on TV, it's very much a sales and marketing position or a job, right? And if you don't have leads coming in, in this business, you don't have a business, frankly, right? And I learned that very early on in my corporate days, right? Like the value of, you know, okay, here's our money getting spent on our marketing budget. Here are these leads that are coming in. Here's our funnel. Here's Mm -hmm. how we move those leads and qualify them along those funnel and all of those foundational practices apply towards real estate. So once I understood that, I was like, this is the same thing that I've been doing for the last 15 plus years. I'm just speaking a little bit of a different language. So I need to understand the fundamentals of real estate and how it works. Right. And once I did that, I just, I hit the ground running, man. And it was like all my old instincts kicked in, you know? And, and, um, you know, it was, you know, looking back since then, man, we did our first house, you know, I started self-educating. This is another thing that I think I like to share about myself is I never went through coaching. I never had mentorship. I learned this business, like literally guys, by watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts about real estate investing. That's it. I'm a hundred percent completely self-taught. Not that there's anything wrong with like having coaches. I just didn't have the money to do it at the time. You Absolutely. know, I think had I had the money to do it, I would have done it, but I just didn't have the resources or the money to spend for somebody to show me. And that's just a testament to say that, you know, all the information is readily available. It's just up to you to go out there and apply it. And, um, you know, uh, we just just house by house at the beginning, man, is how we started, man. And it's really snowballed.
1: It's so true, though, about what you say about like just going to Google and going to YouTube, because I was like saying, you want to go learn how to go viral, guys, right now? Mr. Beast, the most viral YouTuber in the world, literally has interviews where he's telling you his formula to go viral. Yeah. And in in yep. those hours of interviews, that you're going to have to listen to while you're working at the gym, walking, whatever you're doing. You can find the blueprint. He can literally be charging $100,000, whatever it is, because you still have to do it. Just like the real estate thing. I can give you the best idea. I can give you the best sports card idea. I can give you the best crypto stock idea, whatever. You still got to go trade it. You still got to go put in the work, take the pain with the gain uh, and, and and actually do the work. Because as we know, Ideas are in abundance these days. It's still yeah. just that you're oh. focused to do it and get it done. So that's where it leads to your success, too, my dude, because you're a, a man of practice, a man of uh, routine, religious routine. Was that always in you, or, or has this been uh, after it's the last good, of- I always have thrived on structure.
0: I didn't always apply structure towards my life, but I'm the type of person that like when I have a routine and I have structure and I know what I'm going to do and I just need to execute a game plan, I've always done very well. You know what I mean? And so I think once I learned to apply the daily consistent habits, the things that really move the needle in this business, right? And make that part of just my daily routine, it was it. And, And I think all of my prior experience In sales and sales management, I think it helped me get conditioned to a lot of the rejection that you're going to deal with, right? Because you know, in this business, like in any business, frankly, right? You don't close 100% of the opportunities that come in your pipeline, right? right? You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of people struggle at the beginning because they don't, you know, they don't perform well on the appointments. They don't convert on the appointments that they go on to and they think it's a problem with them. And they just don't realize that they haven't been doing it long enough and they don't have a big enough sample size to actually get the outcome that they're looking for and i think to touch on one of the things that you said prior to that like i i have been putting on monthly meetups here in our market in fresno for Hell the last yeah, three I or two yeah, i saw that years. dude
1: they've been blowing up dude my dude i like that and i and i literally
0: give away everything step by step like i here is exactly how in depth not surface level i'm talking about in depth Step by step, how we do our marketing, who we're marketing to, where you get your list from, who we use for our mail, who we use for our cold calling. Here's all the scripts that we're using. Here's how we analyze deals, everything. Wow. And I will say this in front of these big groups because now we get, you know, a couple hundred people that'll show up and it'll be like, you know, I don't have a problem doing this because frankly, like maybe one or two of you in the room are actually going to do this. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the sad truth. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So it's like for me, there's no, I believe in abundance, frankly, so I wouldn't worry about it anyways. Because I believe opportunities are abundant, and me helping other people doesn't take anything away from me. It actually helps us, propels us to where we want to go faster. It compounds our momentum, right? And Absolutely. so, you know, I think um, you know, it's just these lessons that we've learned along the way, man, and we just apply them and we see them to start to take shape. And it's uh, it's pretty amazing what can happen,
1: bro. That's a and the biggest thing too that people always forget is. If you are if you've made it and you've got the money, yeah, it's easy to go get a coach, and maybe they're gonna take you down the faster track. I will say that in many ways, masterminds and coaching things, it's for a it's yes. for the next step. It's for that yep. next step. But a lot of times the thing that people get burned on is because this is most businesses are sales and marketing, and you got to put that sales and marketing cap on. Is you got to go get a check first, you got to go get a PayPal, cash yeah. app, crypto payment first. Before you start trying to, and or like I said, self educate, like you said, until you get to the point of where you can just make a, a big move. Um, unfortunately, you hear time and time again in that people feel like they get burned because they weren't ready. They were yeah. re- they were ready to become a sales marketer, like you said. Because guess what, you give them the blueprint. Go yep. do it, baby. Go put in yep. that work, you know, and that and that reigns true on anything. I swear to God, it, it, it it's like anything people want what they can not have, the bodies, the fitness, the mind, the riches, the royalty and everything. And there's obviously we know uh, luck is involved there. You know what I mean? Luck is sure, always involved. Yeah. You know, the timing of when you got into the market, possibly yep. like I did, even with the sports card thing before. it Boom, boom, like it has in the last few years everything is timing, right? And uh, yeah. that is a big blessing too, my dude, because like you said, the world is full of abundance. There's tons of deals out there. But the, the main thing is why people will succeed in this life and they won't is what you're doing every day. So take me into that for you. Um, What are the types of deals you're looking for on yourself? Because I know you guys are doing lots of different things now scaled up to a much bigger portfolio. I think is like five, six million dollars uh real estate portfolio my dude yeah with
0: the with the appreciation we've seen the last couple years it's probably double that man it's
1: It's yeah it's
0: so it's so interesting to see how the market has performed especially with COVID I thought COVID was going to be kind of like what then caused the you know the correction because we've been on an upward trajectory for the last 12 or 13 years right so as far as the stuff that we're looking for um you know, the, our bread and butter are single family houses, things that we can buy at or below the median price point. Those to me are very safe, right? There's a big demand for first and second time home buyers, especially in our market. There's a big demand for rental properties in our market. There's a big demand from other investors. So when we identify and acquire assets like that, there's a lot of different exit strategies for us. We can sell them to somebody that's going to live in it. We can keep it in our rental portfolio and rent it and right. and keep it as a long-term investment, or we can quickly turn around and sell it over Make to it another perfect investor perfect. that's going to Got do whatever it. they're going to do with it. Yeah. So there's right. a lot of different options that are out there.
1: So single family is the one that you, is a, is a good bread and butter because that's what someone's going to live in. It's, it's not tied to too many, uh, And I think when
0: you're starting, yes, when you're starting, we've graduated and we own multifamily and apartment buildings and we're doing like more complex real estate transactions now. Like uh, right now we're converting a motel that we recently purchased into long-term permanent housing, which is a new venture for us. But We've, we're always trying to identify a problem. What's a problem? And, and right now in California, housing and an affordable housing especially is a very big problem in our state. There is just not a lot of uh, available housing inventory. That's why you're seeing issues with the homeless population compounding because there's just no place for anybody to go. Right. And so people that can solve big problems, typically there's a big reward on the other side of that risk that you're taking, right? So we're constantly leveling up. Um, I think if you're just getting started, um, single family is a good asset class to stick with because there is a little bit more of a, of a wider safety net, I guess, when you're first kind of getting started out. And then as you get your feet wet and you get some experience, then you can level up into multifamily and then commercial properties. And then, you know, there's all these other, you know, other asset classes that you can invest in once you've, um, you know, gotten your feet wet in, in maybe other areas.
1: Absolutely. But for a lot of people, I think it's also, uh, Let's be real. I mean, when you get in one of these properties, there's a lot of work involved and beyond the work, it's going to need work too. The property is going to actually physically need work. And we know right now the last couple of years, I know just hearing some stuff with my father's house, getting work done. He's been in construction for almost a year just with contractors and this and that and products and uh, shortages. Let's just be real shortages of different things. Has that also been a challenge because also that, I mean, I can only imagine that is a, I mean having the the relationships, having the team is part of the is part of the, if you want to call it the moat, I feel like. A hundred percent, dude. I feel like we've done a great job of building
0: relationships with our contractors that we consider partners, not even just vendors or people that work with us or for us, right? So they're our strategic partnership partners, even though they don't necessarily like work on our payroll. So I think. Here's the advice that I would give maybe to your audience, Travis, for people that are wanting to break in, but they're concerned about these things, rising labor costs, rising material costs, this rapid appreciation that we've seen, and are we in a bubble or whatever, right? And I would say this is what kind of insulates you, and at least in my business model, what insulates you is learning to buy properties at a discount. That is what insulates you. We do not buy and then bank on the property increasing in value over 12 or 24 months. We lock our profit in at the beginning because we buy at 40, 50, 60 cents on the dollar every single time. If we don't do that then it's not There's it's no not way. a viable deal for us if we can't do that, right? And so I think with real estate, it's actually one of the You know, one of the reasons why I gravitated toward it, because it's actually pretty simple. When you boil it down, if you can do basic arithmetic, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, and you can understand, right? If I'm looking at a property in X neighborhood and all the other similar houses in that neighborhood are selling for this much here, Mm. if I can buy it down here, I can increase the value of the property by doing some repairs. And there's still this room left over, right? Right here. This is our margin, right? But you're locking that margin in when you buy the property down at this price point, right? We're not buying it up here and then waiting for it to appreciate. Mm -hmm. Appreciation is just a bonus in our business, right? At least, like when we're holding rental properties, when we keep those in our long term rental portfolio for 10 or 20 or 30 years, we're going to see some increase in value. But we buy it right to make sure that there's positive cash flow and that the the, the rents that we're collecting can support all of our expenses and then some right we don't want it to just cover it we want there to be money left over and when you can do that right that's like cracking the code at least in this business and then it's like okay I did that and it was a light bulb moment for me and then I was like all right let's do it again let's do it again let's do two at a time let's do 10 at a time now we do you know, twenty projects at any given time are always wow. on our books, plus all the rentals that we own. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's grown very very quickly, man. And it's been like I said, it's been a wild ride the last seven years, dude. It's been nuts.
1: Let's go, baby. Let's go. And, Let's go. And uh, uh, having some very successful entrepreneurs that have you know transitioned some of their money into uh, uh, real estate, also finding success in Airbnb, which is a yeah. great company to own too. A stock, if you guys want to own a stock. Uh, But if you want uh, to think about this, guys, you can literally make, I was, I was talking to hearing a few, just a different examples of like the occupancy, like it can be very low on these units to be making the same as you would have someone in a hundred percent occupancy. So they're talking about like how you're afraid of like people beating up the units and all this wear and tear and stuff like that. And that Airbnb, you're actually getting less wear and tear on the unit for similar rates. And it's uh it, it overall sometimes in this three four times the the money. You it's be been
0: amazing, dude. Like uh, we own eighty something like long term rental properties, and that's a mix of like single family, small multifamily, so eighty plus units altogether. And then right. we have now six short term rentals, so six so Airbnbs. Good.
1: Airbnbs, okay, and got
0: you. you know, I think in California specifically. You know, it's it's not the easiest state in the world to own property. Number one, the tenant landlord laws are skewed very much towards the tenants in the state of California. Meaning that, like, if something happens and they just refuse to stop paying you for whatever reason, like at least in Fresno County where we're at, you're four months out from even seeing your property again. Right? Where I own some rentals in the Midwest, like in uh, Cleveland and in Indiana and other places where you know, you can facilitate an eviction in a matter of three or four weeks instead of three or four months, right? So that's an example of the landlord tenant laws being skewed one way or another. So in California, they're more favorable to the tenants. Well, owning long-term rentals can be tough. I think long-term tenants are always rougher on properties than guests that we host on Airbnb. I mean, even with high quality tenants, people that have lived there for three or four years, if they've got a family and they've got young kids and they're just living in the house every day, you know, the house, there's going to be some wear and tear, and there's going to be some damage. Yeah. And even with rent increases on our Airbnbs, we're getting four or five X the amount of what our normal rents would be. See and that? I'll give you an example. Like we have a property in, off, and this is Fresno. So for the Fresno people, they know, and you'll know this area too. We, we had it, I bought it as a long-term rental. It was off of Ashland and Marks. And I used to get $1,400 a month in rent. And last month it generated almost five grand just from <laughs> listing it on Airbnb. That's and so, you know, the the tenant that we had in there before we had to evict them, they trashed the place. I ended right. up spending like another 10 grand to fix it after they left. And now it's dialed. Our cleaner is in there every time we're yeah, turning. It's always in. getting
1: cleaned. It's always as soon getting as there's cleaned. an
0: issue. We know about it. Right. We don't have these tenant landlord laws that we have to worry about. Like it's just short term guests. That are there for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, and then they're in and out, and it's on to the next one, man. And so, we built a good system internally where we manage all those, along with our our long term rentals, and it's been good, man. I'm very, very, very excited to see what uh, the Airbnb market does, especially here in the valley.
1: Yeah, and I see them like doing more things where they're adding on services, and they're kind of making the. um, you can do more with just the unit. You can add on things like sell the bike and put this on it for yes. 20 bucks. And yeah. It's very yeah, interesting. Dude. It makes sense. It's like Apple, you know, you get the ecosystem and then uh, all of a sudden you can sell the services on top. And next thing I have a massage for a hundred bucks a month and you know, whatever it is, you know, uh, hell yeah. Dude. There's
0: all these other income streams, all these other ancillary income streams that can come from that. I've been to Airbnbs where they have the tour, the bike, the rental car, everything is facilitated through the host, right? And the host gets a piece of all of those different things. It's really, really cool, man.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I was listening to a few. Well, we've had a few. We've had some crazy, uh, interesting guests that basically he, one of his said, only get units uh, by places you want to travel. So his, his, that's his, his philosophy, right? So he just yeah. goes and buys vacation spots does the Airbnb thing. He says uh, it's usually 30, 40% occupancy. He gets to stay the rest or give t- family time there or it sits vacant. Uh, but it somewhat either will break even to cash flow positive for him and he gets to have all these different places to travel. I mean, it's, Dude, it's, it's, that's how you use all- it, right?
0: Yeah. And I think that's the cool thing about real estate is that there's no right or wrong way to do any of this stuff. I feel like people need to get clarity on what's important to them. Like, what are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? Right. Mm. And then build a business model that supports that. Right. I think a lot of times people get so caught up in making money and then doing all these things and then realizing it doesn't really facilitate the like the dream life that they want. And my wife and I were really intentional about that, thankfully, at the beginning when we started and just saying like, hey, We want freedom. We want flexibility. We want to be able to have assets and investments that pay us consistently and predictably every single month, whether I'm working or not working, right? And, you know, we leverage uh, business credit through all of our businesses. We spend a ton at Home Depot. So we rack up like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of points every single month. So when we travel, like we're going to Italy next Friday for a week and we basically God, pay baby. nothing for the like our flight and our hotels, dude. It's crazy, man. And so it's like there's all these different ways that you can build a business that supports the type of life that you want. And that's really, I think the the key to happiness. It's not about money. Money is just a byproduct of you being happy, doing what you're passionate about, and you figure that out, and then the money will come.
1: Absolutely. I feel, we also had a guest that he was doing. Uh he was using travel hacking to get his first Airbnb. I got to figure out what that guess. He, Cause he's, he's not, he doesn't do that as his own thing, but he was using travel hacking, like getting credit cards to then get his first down payment on an Airbnb. Yeah. And then he did his thing and he got, you know, but it was just interesting. Cause then he teaches people how to basically get their credit right so that you can maximize the amount of credit you can take all in a certain window. And like he said, it's just, there's so many uh, things to learn, uh, but dude, you've built some an incredible abundance for yourself. But I can see this thing going even more, my dude, because you got the system, the formula, and I already know uh, the best thing about you, my dude, already from just knowing you, seeing you, and uh, uh, for many years. But also seeing you through social media and stuff like that is the giving part, dude. Is the is that you're giving first, not asking, and uh, and that that rewards tremendously. And because you probably there's been a few people that have listened to that that the course when you were there or the talk and they've killed it, they've crushed it. Yeah, And uh, they're like, Jason's my dude because he gave me the blueprint, you know, and that uh,
0: it's, this is a, it's a universal law that I, that I, that has been proven to me that when you can learn to give with no expectation, you can just freely provide value to other people. It just always comes full circle, some shape or form. And I don't even, I don't even help people with the expectation that like something is going to come back to me, but is, this is just how it works, dude. And Your value, and this is something I think I heard Jim Rohn say a long time ago, is your value in the marketplace is directly tied to the amount of value that you give to others, right? So the more people that you can impact, the more value that you can add to others in your marketplace. Your value in that marketplace then is directly in line with that, man. And so I have just because I did not have a coach and because I was just able to figure all this stuff out from like watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts. I have always taken the approach that it's like, none of this stuff is a secret, dude. Like if I could just figure this out with nothing, then what's going to hurt if I just help other people maybe find the information faster than I did or consolidate it a little bit and share something that's worked for me because they're going to, the people that are really going to spend the time, the guys like you and me, or the girls, like the people that are like you and I, that are just go-getters that are, they're going to figure it out no matter what. So I would rather be somebody that maybe has a very small impact positively in their life and their business and helps them get there faster because it just always leads to other stuff, dude. It just does, man. And it's just, that's that law, that law of reciprocity. Things just always come back around, man. And uh, it's just amazing, dude, when you can really, truly not go into a business meeting or a networking event, thinking about like, what's in this for me, what can I get out of meeting this person and just going into it a hundred percent, feeling like being completely engaged and just focused on what can I do for you, dude? Like, what can I help you with? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. And just watch amazing things will start happening in your life. If you just change that one thing and you approach these, these types of things and these relationships from that standpoint, your life will change
1: completely. That's like the, literally the best thing you could ask in any sales meeting too. I think it's just like, what can we do? Like, how can I help you? Literally let's get down to it. Like what it is is yeah. how can I help you? That's why I'm here. Right. If not, have a great day because that's do right. be here. It's like, why waste yes. my time? If I can help you, great. If not, have a great day. That's you know? okay too. Because yes. And when
0: you get to a space of confidence in your business, when you know, we buy six, seven houses a month, we've been doing that for a long time. I know that that's what we're going to do every single month, right? That's our baseline. So right. I don't have to go into an appointment or one of my team members does not have to go into an appointment and feel desperation or feel Mm. like we've got to pressure somebody to do something that they don't want to do or twist their arm. That's like the last thing that I want to do, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go in there and really just say like, okay, based on what you're talking, what you've told me, my professional opinion is here are all the options that are out there on the table. Here's Mm. A, B, and C. I can facilitate any one of those ones. You know, if you want to sell the house, like I probably can help you do that. These are the ways that we can do it for you. You tell me which one's the best one. And, and then let's do it. Right. And I don't want to force them to sell it to me at a cheap price or list it or do these other things that they don't want to do, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just it, I need to be able to look myself in the mirror at the end of the day and feel good about the business and that we're leading with the intent of trying to help other people.
1: Because then it feels like a win win, too, for them. At the end of the day, uh has to be a win win, bro. Has, has, to, to be, yeah. has to be has to be win wins. And uh, yeah, in anything in life. But now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready, Mr. Jason?
0: I'm ready. Let's do it, bro.
1: Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube?
0: Ooh. I'd say YouTube. YouTube, YouTube Netflix for me has been, yeah, Netflix is more for entertainment. YouTube is where I get like my, my, I fill my cup, dude, educational stuff, Absolutely. motivational content. Uh, I, YouTube is my go-to.
1: I love, I love long uh, form interviews on YouTube because I always find there's like three That's, hours of interview. Well, you can be listening in the background. It doesn't have to be like, you're totally intent on it, but you pick up so many things from that. And, uh, with the masterminds, you're talking to the best people in the world are just sitting there talking free-flowing.
0: I mean, I've heard it referred to as YouTube university and it really truly is, dude. Like I genuinely believe at anything in this 2022, if there's something that you want to do, you can go on YouTube. You can spend hundred hours on there and you can do it, dude. You know what I mean? It's 100%. just putting in the damn work, dude. Yeah, that's it. There's no shortcut, baby. Instagram right. or
1: Facebook, Instagram or Facebook. Oh,
0: I like IG. I like IG. I'm on, Give I'm your IG a shout my...
1: out too, my man. Give your IG a shout yeah, out. We'll put that in the show notes.
0: Jason Pritchard, J-A-S-O-N-P-R-I-T-C-H-A-R-D. Just put that in. You'll see me on there. And, and uh, if you got questions about real estate or if I can help you with something real estate-based or mindset-based, you'll know, reach out to me. I'm the one that responds to my DMs. I'll get back to you.
1: Let's go. Uh, laptop or smartphone if you had to get out the door right now?
0: who? I would say smartphone. Um, I, I mean, I can do my entire business from my phone. Uh, it's portable plus everything else. I, I'd say phone for sure.
1: You could be in Italy, baby, and working on the business, yep, baby. That's right. Let's go. Yep. Yep. Chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal? Steak. Steak. Spotify or Pandora? Ooh. Um, I use neither, dude. I use neither.
0: Tyler. Uh, I use neither. I would say I like Spotify. I do I do use Spotify from time to time. If I was picking between those two, I'd say Spotify because you could just dial up whatever you want. And
1: whatever go. album you want or whatever. Yeah. Movies yeah. or video games? Which one would you go to? Movies or video yeah. games? um uh, movies
0: for sure i haven't played video games in a long time
1: movies reading books or listening to books reading reading books get that physical if you're thinking about diversifying mm-hmm. the portfolio uh what would you say stocks or crypto outside crypto. of real estate we already know you're in real estate usually we ask real estate but crypto for sure
0: crypto in. yeah
1: let's go crypto get that btc get that e- ethereum uh if you were to hit the, uh, a, a, a vacation, because I would say we all deserve a vacation, man. And, and you are, my man, someone that takes vacations, which you deserve. Here we go. We're not we scared. We're not too. scared, dude. Yeah, Hell no. no. Yeah, we Let's go, it, baby. Um, yeah. uh, which one would you choose? Uh, oceans or lakes? Which one do you like?
0: Ocean. Ocean.
1: Oceans. 100%. Where are you going to go in Italy, too, man?
0: We're going to Rome, Florence, and Venice.
1: Bang! Dude, Rome is just crazy because like I've always tripped out with Rome because you're just like walking down the street and all of a sudden this dude with a big old machine gun sitting right there. <laughs> There's dudes with machine guns everywhere in Rome. It's crazy. That um, is crazy. See- I
0: didn't know that.
1: Oh yeah, you you don't see it out here like it, like out here you kind of like you see the police, but like they make the police yeah. presence known, baby. The they presence known that they're out there yeah. everywhere, baby. They got straps right. everywhere. Um, and when you're waking up in your morning, my man, you're getting ready, pumped, energized for the day. Why do you love being you, Mr. Jason Pritchard?
0: I love being able to positively impact other people, man. Like real estate and the mindset work that I've done has literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. I feel like I didn't even really start living life, if you want to call it that, until I was like 33 and I found this, right? like Before that, I just felt like I was just going through the motions, bro. It was just like on autopilot every day, going through the motions, right? And I wake up now and I feel like I pinch myself and I'm like, damn, like this is what I always wanted. And I want to be able to some way, some shape, some form. I don't know how exactly I'm going to facilitate this yet, but just help as many people realize like if the vehicle that you choose, like my chosen vehicle was real estate and you can build that on a solid foundation of self-improvement and mindset work and you can meld those two things together, there's no limit on what we can do. Like the only limit is whatever limit we decide to put in our own mind, man, and learning and being able to show people that and help people do that, man, um, that 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 charges me up and gets me excited.
1: Yeah, because the arbitrage is, yours is real estate, but you could choose a different path. It doesn't matter. Sure. The mindset principles, a lot of it come down to being a sales and marketer. A lot of it come down to having those leads, being willing to put yourself out there, the things we talked about, being being that someone that gives so much value that you just are undeniable in a marketplace, um, whether that's big or small. You know, um, that's right. People are tripped out a lot of times because I'm from Fresno. They A lot of these guests would never come to Fresno, bro. They would ne- yeah. They, they don't want to come to Fresno. It's a cow town, whatever. You know what I mean? It, it, their own yeah. impressions, that's fine. No worries. But I took my show outward uh, because of Skype and Zoom and things. I got Tom Bilyeu on the show. I had some huge hitters on the show along this yeah. journey uh, because yep. I said, fuck, F it, dude. Let's just go, baby. Let's just see Let's what go. happens and, and not be scared uh, to take the shots of the opportunities that you get in life. Uh, and so, like you said, the arbitrage you have and the blessing you have is real estate, but I think the bigger blessing you also have too, is that mindset, the, the willing, the willingness to put yourself in the, you know, the trenches too. the real
0: estate stuff would not
1: work if it
0: was not built on a solid foundation. And my mindset wasn't dialed in every day. Right. And I think that's what people, people always ask me the secret and how like real estate and what I tell them, dude, is real estate is the easy part, dude. Like real estate for me is fun. I get up every day and get to do what I do, bro. Like, that's the fun part for me. The hard part is what happens when you got in a little argument with your wife? What happens when your kid does something crazy at school? What happens when you get in a car accident? What happens when life throws these obstacles or these so-called obstacles in our, because they're always going to come. And how do you respond to that, dude? And can you show up every day like a professional and do your job regardless of whether you feel like it or not? And that to me is what separates like high performance, People versus like your average or underperforming people, man. It's they've learned how to just show up no matter what. And all of that starts in here, dude. And if you don't get this figured out, even if you're great at sales and you've got the best, the best click funnel and you're generating leads like crazy and all that, you are going to self sabotage, dude. It will just, you will sabotage yourself at some point because you're going to let fear, you're going to let doubt, you're going to let that negative voice in your head kind of creep in. And when you can learn to control that and then kind of squash it and slowly silence it, and let the voice that propels you to get closer, further, faster to your goals. And you start listening to that. And that's just on repeat all day long, dude. Your life will go like this, dude. It's crazy, man.
1: Love that, dude. I love that, baby. Uh, it's so true. Do you think you'll ever retire from this game? Do you think you'll ever retire from the game? Real estate, entrepreneurship, coaching mindset? I don't think
0: so. I love this, bro. Like for me, I... the. I think you think of retirement, at least in corporate America, as you're grinding it out for 30 years. And then it's like, all right, I get a chance to relax, bro. Like I literally wake up and I'm in like enthused and charged up basically every single day, bro. And so if I ever stop feeling like that, then I will stop. You know, it's not going to be retirement. I'll just find whatever that next thing is. Right. But it. I don't work, dude. Like that's the thing. Like I never refer to what I do as work because it doesn't feel like what work used to feel like to me. Like I get to do this stuff, man. And yes, it's a subtle difference, bro. But when it, it's very important and it impacts you subconsciously when you say things like that, it's like I get up and get to do this stuff every day. Like these are the things, even when there's down times, because there's always ups and downs, Absolutely. dude. And I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not you know, it can't be somewhat of a, you know, you're riding high and this and that. And they do, don't get me wrong, bro. That happens all the time. Absolutely. It's what story do you get to decide to tell yourself every day about how these events are happening? And can you tell yourself a story that like, regardless of what's happening right now, I know I'm going to come out of the other end of it feeling good. I have a hundred percent faith that this is going to work out. I believe in my capability a hundred percent. And I know that I can handle it even if I don't have it figured out completely right now. And that's it dude and i don't stress and i don't worry about stuff and i don't you know what i mean like i used to like beat myself up about all these crazy things and i've just learned to kind of let all that stuff go bro and you, and you can get into this like state of flow where things just kind of go when they happen mm-hmm. and you don't have to force it as much man and it's uh it's it it took it didn't happen overnight because right. we're changing these belief systems that we've had ingrained in us since we were little kids, dude, from our parents and from our teachers and from the environment that we grew up in. And we don't realize that we think about money and investing and our work and our jobs and our own self-image all comes from stuff that's been downloaded in us from other people. Mm. And once we learn that we can just tell ourselves whatever story we want to tell ourselves, right? And And we start subscribing to that, then then that's what really impacted my life and then real estate i just call it the vehicle that was just the right vehicle for me i needed a vehicle to get me there right but if i wasn't dialed in up here it wouldn't matter the vehicle dude it wouldn't matter if you gave me a million dollars i would have messed it all up because i just i would you would screw it up in here first right it's
1: it's so true and then people forget that don't put they say don't put the cart before the horse baby and it's so it's so true because that comes in the grind, the self-education, the 100 hours on YouTube, the the, the point where you, you're you learning. And like you said, we're all still learning. We're still yeah. all learning. There's going to be something you learn next week. There's going to be a new thing you learn next year. Real estate Dude, the, highest, the highest
0: performing people, one of the common traits I see them is they're very, very inquisitive. They're always asking questions. I've been around like talking about masterminds where you pay for access to very like high performing people. I do that. Right. And so it's just like, you get in these pay to be in these rooms with people that are 10 times, 10 levels ahead of you. And when we're sitting down at dinner or wherever, they're asking me questions. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? They're like, what are you seeing in the market? What do you have? You know what I mean? And I'm like, what do you, you know, like you, I thought you were the, like the, the guy that knew everything. And it's, that's a common thing that I see all the time is that, We never, ever stop learning and high-performing people never stop asking questions and they never, you know, they never feel like they're too good to learn from somebody else, at least the people that I put myself around in. And that's important.
1: So true. Once in a while, you bump into a dickhead. Let's just be real. But that's right. Oh, yeah. You always get that. Yeah. Outside of that, though, you're so real. Like Some of the most successful people are the most humbled, the most down to earth people you wouldn't expect many times. They might roll up in a Lincoln and I got they got five Billy dog. That's a yeah, that's yeah. Warren Buffett dog. That's Warren Buffett. If they're a dick, I
0: don't even want to be around him, anyways, bro. You know what I mean? So I'm so immediately true. cutting them off, right? It's the people so that true. I'm talking about that like I actually want to invest in a relationship with, right? And that are aligned and wired the same way that I am. We have the same principles and beliefs. It's like, damn, dude, like. You know, it's it's always those people that are the ones that are the most inquisitive. It's funny. It's the ones that think that they know everything are the ones that typically are don't have the results. You know what I mean? Crazy. And they're so close
1: minded to other ideas. Right. Dude, that you, you hit it on the head right there. Yep. <laughs> Do you have a routine on getting your day going? Is there a routine you get yes. going on your days? Tell us, your I routine, a, baby. I, 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 I heard this from
0: Ed Milette, and I've been very big on morning mm. routines for a very long time. And I heard Ed Mylett in an interview a long time ago said, one of the most impactful things that he has done is learn to control the first hour of his day and the last hour of his day. So I have a routine that I go through in the morning and I go through in the evening and I try to do it. I'm not going to sit here and act like I do it on 30 days out of 30 days every right. month, but every weekday I do it for sure. And I've learned that my best days are typically the ones where I control the first hour and the last hour. So here's what my morning and evening routine look like. In my morning routine, I wake up after I shave and have a cup of coffee and just kind of get up. I sit down quietly. I like to get up before anybody else in my house and just go to a quiet, peaceful place. And I have a visualization exercise that I go through. And it's literally me visualizing in first person. Like I have this mental movie almost that I go through and it takes five or 10 minutes of me, you know visualizing in the future, all the, th- what my business looks like, how much money I'm making in my business, what I look like, what my family looks like, what car I'm driving, what does that inside of that car smell like, what watch I'm wearing, like everything that I want. Right. And really tying it back to all five cents, all five senses and making it like this visceral emotional experience where I can, Tony Robbins calls it changing your state is what I've heard him refer to it as like getting into a peak emotional state. Right like getting my day started with that from a place of gratitude and love and like Mm -hmm. all these emotions, right? So that's number one. Number two, I write my goals down. Number three, I have positive self affirmations and positive self-talk that I like to write down. Um, I have a journal that I write in and then I go exercise. And that's my, that's my, that's my morning routine. And the evening routine is basically the same thing without the exercise. And that's it. Got you. So it's uh, a more reflection
1: of the day. More maybe like processing of the day. uh, I plan my next day out, right? So I have a
0: planner talking about structure. So I like to plan my day out the night before. So it's like I have three usually big priority tasks that I would really like to get done. So they're like non-negotiable, like these three things have to get done. Right. Then I have a laundry list of like little smaller miscellaneous tasks that if they get done, great. If not, I can just push them to the next day. So that is probably the only thing different, but I really believe like our subconscious minds are the most susceptible to to hearing and being programmed for new ideas when you first wake up. And at night before you go to bed, there's there's science that backs backs that up and proves it. And so you have to realize that our subconscious is what's controlling everything that's going on in our lives. And you've got to start essentially like reprogramming it. And whether people believe it or not, like the movies that you're watching, the sports, the, the shows, the music that you listen to, the things that you watch on social media, you're being programmed by that stuff. Oh, so you get to choose what you program your mind with. And the, 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 the minute I started like picking things that uplifted me, picking out positive motivational messages, educational messages, right? Like right. doing those things, having positive self-talk, it really just, at the beginning, it just made me feel better about myself which was all that I cared about. I just wanted to feel better, dude. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I didn't want to be sad and depressed and this and I was like, "Damn, that does actually feel better, right?" Mm. And I you know, it's not like this pseudoscience or whatever. It's like, "Okay, I feel good." And then you start to see the results manifest in real life and you're like, "Man, I'm on to something, dude." And now I'm at the point where I don't even I don't need proof, bro. Most people need proof. They need to see the result first. They need to see the million dollars in their bank account. And then they're like, okay, I'm a millionaire. Right. And what I'm here to say is you're a millionaire in your mind before you ever get a million dollars in your bank account, dude. And it doesn't work any other way than that. And right. so you've got to condition yourself to believe that you're worthy to even have a million dollars in your bank account before you ever see that show up when you pull your chase app up on your phone, dude. You know what I'm saying? And oh, yeah. it's. That over and over and with whatever you want, with your health, with your relationships, with your business, with your finances, you can apply this towards anything. And literally over time, it doesn't need to take a lifetime, but it's not going to happen overnight either. Over time, you'll start to
1: receive those results come if you do it with faith. So true though, because uh, we forget that the mind is controlling everything. And a lot of times we forget that our negative self-talk on ourselves is what's holding us down. That's it. It's that self-sabotage, bro. Self-limiting beliefs and so many things that we, you know, our old school methods of, of knowledge, uh, uh, Earl Nightingale and some of the legends of. The legends. uh, Legends, baby. Legends. Me and my wife would just listen to those on YouTube and just be, be be just drawn into his words. uh, Because everything he's saying is so true. Sped up to 2022, you know, and uh, it, it, but the most important thing too, is that, If you believe it, and also if you're having a bad day, I always like to remind people that release that shit. Like you said, at the end of the day, release the negative energies, the stress, the anger, the doubt, the the, the frustrations. Let it go for the day. Sleep good at night. Wake up with that fresh mind.
0: Well, Dude, we're 100% in control of the way that we think and feel and our actions at all time. Nobody makes us think and feel or do anything. We are in control of that. Right. And that's a very powerful thing. It seems simple enough, but most people don't realize that Somebody does something and then they get mad and they say, oh, they did this and it made me mad. No, you're choosing to be upset about that. You made a choice and you could very easily make a different choice to say, you know what? They did this, but I'm not going to let it bother me today because I'm just not going to get sucked into that today. And I'm going to be happy instead because I can be grateful for this and this. And these are all the wonderful, amazing things that are happening in my life. And most people just gravitate towards the negative and they just want to focus on that when I guarantee you there's probably a million people in the world that'll trade problems with you in one second like that. You know what I mean? Like that have Absolutely. actual serious problems, health conditions dude. and family members that are going Absolutely. through like all these different things. Right. And so it's gratitude is such an important exercise, man. Like really taking time to think about what you're truly grateful for every day. And it puts you in such a different state of mind, man. It's just, uh, yeah, it's amazing, dude. It's, it's, it's been a key part of my, my routine and it's changed my life. And I always just say,
1: never forget, folks, if you can drink some water and flush a toilet, you're ahead of 50% of the world in That's that, right. that gratitude spectrum, guys. There's people that have to literally walk miles just to do those things. So enjoy yeah. flushing the toilet at ease, drinking a fresh glass of water to start there in your day. A uh, couple last questions for you, my dude. I love this. Let's Great show today. I got a whole page load of notes on you, my man. Um, is uh, Do you have a favorite app that helps you or a tool that helps you run your business?
0: Um, what's the, we have a lot of different things because my teams are, my team is virtual. I have a couple people that work here in town, but we don't have an office space. We all work from home. So we use all the key things that everybody are are using Slack, Slack, Zoom. I mean, every day, dude, we're on there using those types of technology. It's just been amazing to see, like, I was very old school and used to believe like, Hey, you got to be in the office every day. We all got to be here at the same time. We all got to do this. And, um, you know, the quality of life for me, anyways, being able to work from home, have the flexibility to do like my job at the, at the schedule that I want to set out. Right. And not 100%. just being forced to be there from this time to this time. 100%. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, as far as the real estate business, I think one of the, the, the key things that's crucial in our business, we use a, a program or an, a, a service called property radar. Oh, okay. property radar has been a, a, a vital part of it it, you know, there's all this data is just floating around out there and companies like Property Radar have consolidated and aggregated it to make it so easy to evaluate properties. I mean, we're doing stuff literally all up and down the state. Fresno's home base for us, but we're doing stuff all over California and in other states in the US. Right. And it's uh, it's feasible to do that now because of applications oh. like Radar, where we have all this data at our fingertips we can easily evaluate properties. We can easily reach out and contact the sellers of those properties. It just makes this business so much more. Um, it just makes it so much more efficient. And so those are those are some crucial things that we use.
1: I was about to say because you said in the beginning with real estate you got to know the numbers, baby, and that's what yeah, data it's is. Numbers it's a, game. It's and there's the data game, out there like all these different platforms, but sometimes you got, like you said you maybe need to aggregate it a lot of maybe some inaccurate information out there online, uh, accurate. You need to qualify that. What's the real, what's the real data. And maybe some of that yep. stuff is protected or, or behind, you know, obviously uh, you know, you have to pay for that, having tools that you need to pay for. So, so uh, property radar, that's cool. And then if you could sit down and chop it up with anyone tonight for a steak dinner, who would you want to come uh, out, out to Fresno baby and chop it up? Ooh, wow. With? You want to that's sit a down great
0: question, that? man. Um, who would I sit down with if I could chalk up, talk up to anybody? Um hmm. Right off the top of my head, uh, I would say that Sam Zell, he's like oh, the big, yeah. biggest real estate investor, like does all the commercial shit. Like, and I read his book, I love his book. And I, I am always curious when you get around like these guys that just have these, like, they just think they cast such a big vision, right? Like people look at me. Sometimes I get around people that I grew up with or that I, that are in my network now. And they're like, dude, you're doing all this crazy stuff. Right. And I think like, dude, I've done nothing, bro. Like I barely accomplished anything. And so I get charged up just getting into the minds of people like that. Like Sam's like a guy that was able to accumulate billions and billions of dollars of properties. Right. And like owns like, property in the most prestigious markets in the world and just kind right. of like figuring out like what happens in here in order to make a leap like that you, you know what there. i mean so that's probably a-
1: and that and he has so many great interviews too if you type in sam' Zell yeah. on the, on the uh very interesting guy like a really yeah. more down to earth kind of wholesome guy too i really like i yeah. like his uh, approach yeah. but dude obviously he's got some secret in his sauce baby that he uh yeah. figured out along in the journey is there a book that you refer to or reread that sticks to your soul? Uh,
0: go-giver is the one that I, go-giver is the one that I've gifted the most. And I think go-giver. it's one of the the go-giver. Yeah. And I think it it goes back to that, that law of learning how to give with no strings attached and just realizing that helping people, helping other people become successful is the fastest way for you to become successful. And it doesn't work the other way around, man. I think if you can help other people get to where they want to go, you'll just get to where you want to go that much faster.
1: You Dude, that's so true. And go give her. Go check out that book. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, giving. You never can give enough uh, in this life. Uh, I always say, try to give a little more each day. As uh, as many of us have a lot more, like you said, than 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 the person right next to us in this life. That's and, right. Uh, whether it's from its our own hard work, blessings, luck, life, whatever. Take advantage of it of of the opportunity to give. Without that, it, 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 you know need to necessarily, oh, I'm going to get something back for this. Just go and give. And because you want it. to, it feels so good. But, dude, right. I, I commend you, brother, on the abundance that you have created in your life, my dude. Thank I I know. mean, I just honestly, as someone I know, grown up with, uh, uh you have built an incredible business for yourself. But this is just scratching the surface, my dude. We're going to it Sam is. Zell levels, baby. Uh it, bro. Go ahead. It, it, it's, it's right there in our future, brother. A lot of times, a lot of successful people, people forget Warren Buffett didn't have a lot of his – uh, financial success until he was in his fifties. And so, yeah. And that's well, it. Like that anybody dude, we're early, like, baby, anybody, we're early still, you know?
0: And, uh, what you do, we, we have so much more runway on this thing, man. And I taught when anybody asked me that I'm like, dude, I just getting started, bro. Like we just barely are scratching the the tip of the iceberg on this thing, dude, like barely getting started. This is it. This is small time compared to where we're going, man. So yeah, dude, I'm, I'm pumped
1: for the listeners. Uh, if they are in need of a situation where they need to figure out more about real estate. Or maybe they're in a situation of need that you can maybe help them out with because obviously that's what you kind of do in in many ways. Yeah. Uh, where's the best place for people to learn about the business? I would say honestly the best thing
0: to do if you're if you're have a question about selling a property is reach out to myself and I can connect you with me or my team directly and we we just love to talk to you and just figure out if if there is a solution that. That we can provide that involves either us buying the house or helping you some other way. We would love to be able to, to, to be that person that helps you out. So I'd say the best way to contact me is honestly you could just reach out to me directly. My number is 559 994 1821 You can just, you know, say that you uh, you know, you you listen to it on the show or just call me up if you got any questions and we'd be happy to help you out if we can.
1: Hey, Give me the Sally, folks. Right. Uh, hit them up on the Sally. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, dude, like I said. I i just want to continue the success, bro. Keep that fire in that belly, baby. But also enjoy yourself in Italy. You deserve it, my dude. Uh eat the pizza. You know, go in on the yeah, diet. Yeah. Forget the diet, but you can That's run right. up those hills. Hey, we were go in a mafia. Bro, we were in a mafia coast, real quick. I'll finish this uh story. We were in a mafia coast, the most beautiful coast in Italy. I I mean yeah. there's many beautiful coasts, right? And we're walking up this hill. It's hot, sweaty. Like, oh my god! And we're we're in our you know we're, we're in our late you know thirties, in the mid thirties. I look over. There's this dude in his seventies. He looks like a Trojan horse. Yeah. he's in he's yeah. in spandex pants that are Getting like after it. silver. Yeah. And he is running up this motherfucking hill. That's right. Yeah, amongst cars and traffic and all this stuff. And I just thought to myself, that is that just shows you what life can give you, and that. If you never give up, if you push yourself amongst everything, you can be that Trojan horse going up the hill, my man. And I love it. Just, I like to see that in, in everyone, and I see that in you, my dude. So let's go, baby. Uh, I
0: appreciate you, brother.
1: Well, folks, you've been hanging with my dude Jason Pritchard and Travis Too Tall and We want to thank you again for your time today, and let's keep being real. What another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the be real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest and that's right you have a story and the people uh, the good folks at I love podcasts that's I l u v podcasts.com do that every single day this is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and it does, they don't care and these folks care and I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com.
0: Let's go.